Hi and welcome to Mad Beef, the Australian Rollerblading Podcast. This is Mikey Lynch and today I want to talk about just a bunch of things I like about rollerblading. Um, I haven't recorded an episode in a while. It's been one of those crazy busy seasons and it's, uh, you know, I deliberately record a bunch of um, episodes all in advance so that I've got them racked up and man, I reckon over the last month I've relied so much on that, you know, and so now I'm feeling like I need to start coming up with, you know, stockpiling back up a bunch of episodes so I've got the buffer for next time. So thank you past me for recording other episodes. Um, I also feel conscious that, um, uh, I mean, uh, my interview with Ollie Chaya wasn't that long ago, but it's now been ages since I've talked with Ian, and um, and we're just getting to a really interesting bit in his story. So, sorry, Ian, and sorry, everyone, that we haven't gotten to that yet, but um, but once things quieten down just a little, um, that's, that's definitely uh, high on my priority list. Um, yeah, so, uh, but in the meantime, look, I just thought, I'm driving home, I'll just record a quickie, and, um, uh, and see how I go from, with that. I couldn't think of, uh, maybe because I've been so busy, I haven't been in this headspace, and I haven't been watching or reading a bunch about blading, and I haven't been skating a lot, um, I just wanted to go, well, well, what's... What's something I can speak of that I haven't spoken of for a while? And it is part of how I got into skating, why I got back into skating, what I love about skating. And it's just fun to keep hearing about that, I reckon. Um, uh, you know, and peculiar things to um, blading as opposed to other things. So, um, the feeling of skating is a particularly great feeling. The motion of skating itself, especially when you're on on the flat, um, uh, it's pretty, feels pretty dumb, like you're walking like a duck going uphill on skates. But if you're on the flat, uh, the feeling of skating, especially as you start to pick up speed, just feels great. That sliding motion, the swaying motion, whether you're ice skating or blading or roller skating, it's a great feeling. So that, that feeling is good, as well as the feeling once you've picked up speed of then carving and and, and weaving, that's a great feeling. Um, it's, we've got something in that sense that skateboarding doesn't have. The, the process of getting up speed on a skateboard, I can't imagine being a particularly, a kind of kicking off the ground thing, that's not particularly enjoyable. Sure, once you've got some speed, then the actual carving and, and rolling and surfing on a skateboard is great. But the actual, even the process of picking up speed on rollerblades is a great thing. Even the really running, stompy, accelerating swiftly before you start doing proper smooth skating, even that is a cool feeling. So I like that about skating. I like the, the massive diversity uh, that skating gives you because it is augmenting your body directly in a unique way that... Um, skateboarding and BMXing and scootering isn't. You are adding to yourself in a way that adds something to your feet and subtracts nothing from anything else. I'm, you can still stand and sit and lean and bend and flip because you're not holding on to a, um, a scooter or a bike. Um, you've still got full use of both your legs because you're not bolted in um, to a skateboard deck or a snowboard. Do, do you know what I mean? So you're kind of f- your body is free to do everything your body can normally do. It just happens to be on wheels. So it has a, you've added a thing without taking anything um, away, which is <laughs> which is cool. And 
so I like that about it. The, and, and so that opens you up to um, roller hockey, for example, um, or the, the, the very high degree of sort of variations of gymnastic-y, parkour-y uh, stuff that you can do, um, as well as then all the benefits of being able to do anything, like a skateboarder has when they're coasting. You can do anything else you would do if you were walking. You can do. You can check your phone and change a song on your phone, or you can um, carry things or interact with things. You know, um, you got those benefits that skateboarding has. So, so I like that sort of motion about it. Um, I like it because it's just my thing, and and I think that's it's cool to be honest about. Like you know, when you get to any argument where people argue about what's the best, what's best about this, that, or the other, music or fashion sport or whatever it's it's in the end yeah you want to celebrate what you've come to discover is good about your sport sure but it's also totally just the case that your history your past your timeline um uh, and, and, and just the indefinable little things of the quirk of your personality and the friends you made at the points you made them that's what makes this the best for you and that's okay. That's make it illegitimate for you to go like to say, "Oh, it's just personal preference." Um, in some ways, it's too dismissive. Oh, it's just personal preference, as if personal preference is nothing. Um, it's more than that. You go, "It's my personal preference," and let me tell you what it is that makes up me and my preferences. You know that the the world of preference I live in. And the logic of preferences in my world, you know? And so, yeah, you might not, you might see counter-arguments to my preferences and, and like the things I don't like and have reasons for it, but but still, the world of my preferences is a cohesive world, um, and it's even more awesome when you see the history behind it that's fed into it. Do you know what I mean? It goes back to learning to roller skate and lacing up white, kind of leathery, suede boots and those first steps of getting the feel for that and and then into school trips to ice skating rinks when you discover that the skill you've already learned is transferable and so you can go fast and go backwards and weave and hold the hands of the girl you like and, and, and uh, participate then in, in hockey and um, and then it's the it's the discovering that again those skills that you've already built transfer into this new thing, blading, um, which is dawning and becoming this exciting new meteor in the world, just this formative part in your life. And the fact that you try them first in that skating rink or that beachside boulevard where um, the Every, you know, the music was just so, or the weather was just so, um, and the fact of the look of the things came at just the right time, and hey, you know, maybe even for some of us, it was the fact that this wasn't the pre-existing, intimidating world of skateboarding. It wasn't something where people already knew what was what and how it worked and what you had to be to fit into it. It was a thing that that had fuzzy edges and a porous kind of uh, barrier and so that you could enter in at any level in any way and it didn't matter and no one knew what it was anyway and so you were discovering things along with everything else and then as you just watched it grow up and get an attitude and and be able to stand on its own two feet and contend alongside skateboarding and everything else suddenly 
you saw how mighty this thing you discovered was, and you saw um, how actually you did then share in all the things you admired about skateboarding and BMXing and skiing and snowboarding, that you were part of that same family of things, and that you just come in from this different, unique way. And it was the people you met. Um, whether the people you knew a little bit and just looked up to, who looked cooler than you, skated better than you, had better clothes than you, um, or whether it was the friends that you skated with or the siblings that you skated with and just the missing the tram or the bus and deciding to skate all the way to the skate park and hooning down some street and, and smashing across um, uh, side street crossings without caring whether there are any cars about to pull out in front of you trying to get little airs off the little sort of um, uh, the little ramps as you go back onto the pavement and um, uh, and and the, the videos that you watched and the music they introduced you to and the little jokes and the little skits and the magazines and, and you know all of that the excitement of seeing when rollerblading did pop up in popular culture and um, and when you found out that others rollerbladed or when you learned a new trick had suddenly been born or a new brand was suddenly the brand um, the experience of going to the skate shops um, and being able to walk like Wayne Campbell in Wayne's World staring at the guitar and going, it will be mine. Oh yes, <laughs> it will be mine. Um, Stop dreaming, dude. Live in the now. It's never going to happen. Uh, <laughs> um, and, uh, and staring at this the wall of skates and even trying them on in the shop. I mean, now you wonder what the skate shop owner thought of these kids turning up in their school uniform, hovering around his shop all the time and hardly ever buying anything, um, but trying on and imagining what it would be like to have that skate one day. Um, and, and then, um, as an older person, both imagining what it would be like for your kids to discover some of those things and have some of those things available to them, as well as to suddenly realise this thing that you loved for this window of your life has kept living and evolving and existing and it's still great and it's still remarkable and changing and evolving and, uh, and, and astonishing to watch and because it's something that you've loved before you can walk right into it and you know what you're looking at um, and so you don't have to begin to learn to care you can just come straight back into it and you can see then the technology is evolving mean, as small as adding loops to the back of the boots of the, of the liner so that you can carry your skates in one hand through these loops to the development of sole plates and thick H-blocks and um, uh, the advancing and all the various kind of technologies um, and realising that as you've learned from other areas of your life in work and church and moving cities and houses that you can build networks proactively and just reach out and connect with people, not having to worry about whether they think you're cool or not, but just going, if there's people where we can mutually bless each other, then you can always reach out and see if there's a point of connection there, and if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, because sometimes it will, and um, and suddenly you have this bunch of acquaintances, you don't have to be best friends and uh, go to each other's house for sleepovers, but you just go, there are people in the world that I know and care about and appreciate and benefit from um, connected to this sport. 
Yeah. So there you go. That's um, that's my experience, and I bet you it is so many of my listeners' experiences out there, and that's why you're listening to this thing. That's why you still skate. Um, and it's in a way, it's that shared collective story, that shared dream and taste and um, and world and history and. Um, Graphic design, brand logo, uh, cues, and um, and the love of... I mean, any sport has its fetish items, right? Anything does, right? If you get into something enough, you'll start to want the precious version of it, whether it's jerseys because you're into soccer or, um, you know, a particular frying pan if you're into cooking. Um, that we start to love the objects. We love skates. And, and we love... Um, uh, wearing them and, and we love looking at them and thinking about them and, and maintaining them um, and we love even just going, oh the next cap I want to get I want it to be a blading brand cap <laughs> the next t-shirt I get I want, because we want to be tapped into this community and that's what we want to invite people into, you know, not just the activity, but but the things that make us love the activity. You know, we want other people to taste those things and feel something of that same way about snuggling your foot into a skate liner and tying up the laces and um, and ratcheting up the buckle and uh, and going for it. You know, so that's what I love about blading. And uh, I'm so keen for good weather, I hope, this weekend, so I can go for a skate. All right, see you later. Bye. Ad V for All the Blading podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch, theme music by Edifice Architect. You can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud or subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have any questions, comments, requests, or podcast contributions, please message us on Facebook. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a once-off or regular contribution. Even just two bucks a month, every little bit helps. See you later.